Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network. Today, we have on Anthony O'Neill. He is the author of The Graduate Survival Guide, Five Mistakes You Can't Afford to Make in College. He also has a wonderful YouTube channel. He is a speaker. He's all-around good guy. But this is actually a rebroadcast. This is one of my really earlier episodes, and I wanted to bring this one back up because tis the season of spending. Um, people get little little carried away sometimes with spending this time of year. And so for those reasons, I wanted to re-release it. This is a really practical, really good conversation on teaching great habits now, teaching students about credit, about borrowing money, about trying to live debt-free. To no surprise of hearing a story, he is a Dave Ramsey convert, um, took Dave Ramsey's course and kind of learned from that, actually writes under uh, Dave's uh, label as well. So the, you know this guy's got it going on if he's um, you know working some of Dave Ramsey's magic. But if you know of a young person that should know more about money or, uh, or you want them to know more about credit and borrowing and dollars and cents, I highly recommend that you pass this one along. Also, uh, we keep growing because people like yourself keep recommending great authors and speakers and people to have on the show. And that is why we get to get people like Anthony O'Neill on the show. So if you have a recommendation, always, always reach out to me. You can email me, don at startedupinnovation.com. Other than that, please listen to this podcast. Take heed and uh, don't go crazy too much in that holiday shopping. All right, here we go. Anthony O'Neill. Okay, now joining us is Anthony O'Neill. Anthony, thanks so much for being on the show. Don, you rock, bro. Thanks so much for having me on. Okay, so let's get right into it. So first of all, one of the things I am deeply passionate about is finance, right? Yeah. It's one of the things that as an educator, it drives me nuts that we don't teach more personal finance in middle school. I mean, even I I think I think fifth grade would be okay. Um, Years ago, I used to do a thing called Fiscal Fridays, right? So I I was a language arts teacher back then. And kids love to talk about money. But they don't understand the finer points, right? And, right. I was, and I was kind of brought up in an odd setting. Like I, I joke around like I knew Roth before he was cool, right? So <laughs> like my, I, my, we've always been from a very financially responsible household. My dad was a teacher. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. So I'm not going to say money. Well, okay, money was tight. Um, so I, I read your stuff and I see, um, first of all, kudos on the YouTube channel. Oh, you're man, bringing, thanks. You're bringing Hey, it. man. And so, I'm trying to get to your level, Don. I'm trying to get to your level, bro. I'm oh, trying. Okay, so, all right, this is Mutual Admiration Club. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, so when all of a sudden did you have this epiphany, not just your financial awakening, but you're like, no, I need to, I need to bring this to the masses. When was that moment you're like, I have to tell people to avoid these things or to enhance these things? Well, it really start with my my major financial downfall, you know, from being 18, 18 and a half, already in about $25,000 in the debt, kicked out of college for making dumb decisions, and then I went homeless. Um, and then that was really when, like, life happened to me. You know, I was homeless, sleeping in the back of my car. My father told me I couldn't come home, and so he was teaching me a lesson. And so I'm in the back of my car and literally – I'm sitting here crying and bawling out. And one thing led to another. I went back home. And when I got home, and I was sitting there, and my father said, I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry that we did not teach you 
every single thing that you should have known when it came when it comes to dealing with your finances. And so so I'm going to walk you through this. He gave me a Dave Ramsey budget form and I budgeted out all of my debt and I went and got a job and I paid off everything. When I paid off everything, my father said, now do not go back to where you were. And I said, I'm not. And then that was it. I said, you know what? I'm not going to go back and I have to make sure that other young people, other teenagers don't even go to where I was. And so I started a nonprofit called Young People Succeeding years ago, and I literally traveled the country just mentoring young people on how to succeed with their money and how to succeed with it, with their life and just making good quality quality decisions around everything. And so that's where it all started, man. I just really have this passion. And Don, you said something earlier about as early as in fifth grade. You know, I believe that as early as they, as they can count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, that's when we need to start teaching them about money. Because it's like if they can count one plus one, that's two dollars. When they, they can count two plus two, that's four dollars. So it may not be to a, a, a big level, but let's teach them the basics of money, of what is a $1 bill, what is a $5 bill, and then when they can add, okay, now listen, you're going to start saving. You know, I do that with my nephews now. They're three and they're two years old, and every time I go home, I'll give them five bucks, and I say, okay, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to put $1 here, uncle, and I'm going to put $1 there, but I want a toy gun, and so I'm going to go buy a toy gun with these two. And so, and they're three, and they're already, they know how to save, they know how to spend, and that is early on. So when they get to middle school or high school, they're like, yo, I got this. You know, okay, teach me about saving. Teach me about this. Teach me about that. But, I mean, that's where it really started for me, man. I can keep talking, Don. This is your show. No, this is no, not no. my YouTube channel. I'm going to be quiet, but, no, 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 you know, no. I so, just have a huge huge passion for it, man. No, I love it, and it comes out. It comes out. And, and I think these are the teaching moments that, you know, I, I, I had Seth Godin on the show earlier, and he asked the fundamental purpose a question, why are we here? What is our yeah. job here at school? And, and like, let's prepare the future. Uh, if money's not a part of your future, <laughs> I don't know what it is. And and don't get me wrong, to all the, the personal finance teachers out there, I, I, I love you, yeah. but it, it shouldn't be an elective that you don't have to take. Yeah. And, and these small lessons, and, and I, I remember one time I took this really unique uh, accreditation course that I was basically, I could teach economic concepts into any curriculum. So at the time, wow. like I said, I was a middle school language arts teacher. So we'd go over things like, you know, if I, if I had the sixth graders read uh, The Hatchet, right? We'd go over opportunity cost and specialization and, right. you know, all these other things. And they loved talking about money. Okay, so that's that's elementary and middle school. Now, all of a sudden, you're like, man, this college, is it expensive? You yeah. see all these gaps. You, like you said, you've learned the hard way. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to write a book, which by yeah. the way, kudos to you. Hey, thanks, let's, man. let's get into the book. You got five yeah. rules here. Let's uh-huh. get into them. And then, um, you know, kind of dig deep on some of the mistakes that our students, that our recent grads are making. And, and, and also yeah. let's be honest, is more than just the recent grads making it, but for sure it, it is the, the, the college debt thing is real, and, and you've written a wonderful book, wonderful Thanks, book that should be gifted so you can set students up for success and not a uh, long-term debt scenario. So let's go over that, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just let all your listeners know, um, the, the Graduate Survivor Guide is something that 
um, our team did a few years ago. And then when I joined the team here about a couple of years ago, we really just sat down and I shared with Dave and, and our team that, you know, I really just want to share my heart because here's the truth. I got kicked out of college and I never finished college because I made a lot of bad mistakes. And so uh, we said, you know what, let's just go ahead and put your story and put five of your biggest mistakes in a book partner up with New York Times bestseller Rachel Cruz, who is an amazing, amazing communicator and who has an amazing story, who've never touched debt, who've never touched anything dealing with um, negatively when it comes to finances. And so we partnered together. So that's why I believe this book is so important, not just even for high school students who are graduating this year, going off to college, but even for a freshman in high school who wants to know how to prepare themselves for the next four years for life after high school. It's a it's a great gift for right now, but it's also a great read for a freshman, sophomore, junior, who wants to get the mindset early on to prepare for the future. Yeah, and so we're just so passionate. Yep. Yeah, yeah, avoid it. So, you know, the biggest mistake that 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 I've seen with when it comes to high school students going off to college is just taking out student loans. And so the, the average study right now is it's at $37,500 is the average loan amount, the, the average debt out there that every college student is graduating with. That's just the average. And so I know college students who are graduating with $100,000 in loan debt. Then I know some college students who are only graduating with about maybe sixty to 50000 or some with only ten to 15000 But the average across the country is 37500 Don, this is not a great foundation to start off your future on. But then when we look at these students, I can't get mad at the student. I have to get mad at the education system because the education system is not really forcing and not really teaching, hey, go get a job, go apply for scholarships and talk to parents. I mean, there are a lot of ways to where if you really get gazelle intense, you can pay cash for college. But the most common thing is get good grades and you'll get you'll get either a full ride scholarship if you have a 4.5 or you'll get some um, some good student loans and down the road, the government will take care of you. But we know we need to teach them how to get ready for today, how to get ready for tomorrow. And I tell every high school student, when you get home, when you finish your homework and when you're done studying, don't jump on social media. Don't jump on the cell phones and gossip about what happened at school today. Cut all that stuff off and go get on the internet. And I want you to look up three to five scholarships every single day and apply for them. I had a young lady when I was pastoring in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, she was a freshman. I said, hey, listen, you want to pay cash for college? She said, yes. I said, all right, cool. If any of you all want to pay cash for college, come see me on Wednesday before Bible study. Ten students showed up. And I said, listen, every single day for one hour, you're going to look up scholarships and grants every single day. And these were all freshmen. Ten of them started. Seven of them completed. Three of them said, I can't hang with it. They wanted to do something else. That's cool. Seven of them did it. One student, which was my number one student, came back with $88,000 in student loans. Dang. My seven, yes, my seventh student, who was at the very bottom, still came back with $48,000 in student, in, not student loans, but in, in scholarships. I'm saying student loans and scholarships. So $88,000 in scholarships. $48,000 in scholarships. Why? Because every single day they were looking for them as early as freshman year. And so when people say I can't pay cash for college, yes, you can. 
you have to be focused and you have to be determined. So it's never about the lack of our ability, Don. It's about the lack of our determination. And I've talked for like an hour, so I'm going to be quiet right there. No, no, no. So, no, I'm geeking out because, you know, I, I run an innovation class and our mantra without a doubt is opportunities are everywhere. Yeah. When everybody else is not looking for opportunities, that's fine. That's them. That's it. And, and you said the word, the M word, the mindset word. Yes. W- w- take it. Things yeah. are out there. Take it. And and I've had so many times where actually it's, it's kind of a, it's a funny thing we do. When we hear people complain, we run to that. We yep. know that that is an opportunity waiting to happen. And yep. without a doubt, we hear a lot about the college debt crisis. Okay, what yep. are you doing about it? Yeah. And people like, you know, reserve like, oh, it's just too, it's just the way it is. It doesn't have to be. Right. And, and I, right. I had a former student just write me not too long ago, and actually he made a – I wouldn't say a snarky Facebook post, but he's like, don't tell me it can't be done. I worked at the student union. I volunteered to do this. I was a student helper and then got this off my tuition. I did this. And he's like, basically, I was proactive. I looked for yeah. those gaps. I looked for those opportunities. And, yeah. and he's like, and I'm happy to say I don't have any debt leaving. I'm not going to say the university, but it's a, it's a state <laughs> university. And, and right. he's like, you know, four years is about $100,000. Yeah. He, he's done. He's done. There's no, there's no debt because he saw yeah. those opportunities. So I love that. I mean, honestly, I've never even thought about that. You know, starting even your freshman year of aiming for, all right, I'm going to get this scholarship. Yep. Um, that's that's genius. That's genius. And, and, and you know, there's a website out there, uh, Don. Um, I want to give everyone, give your listeners for educators to give to students. Um, and it's called MyScholly, MyScholly.com. And this website is it's a phenomenal website. Now, they do charge $2.99. I don't know how you feel about that, Don, but I know the, uh, the owner of this website. And the reason why they charge $2.99 is because if you look at every other scholarship website, they advertise loans, they advertise credit cards, that they advertise debt. And so this guy said, I'm not doing that. I want it to be 100% debt free. And so I'm going to ask people to pay $40 a year to be a part of this program. But he finds every single, this website finds every single scholarship. And what it does is it asks you a bunch of questions. And then every single Monday, they send out an email or push notifications. Hey, here are all of the scholarships that have just came out within the last seven business and says you are qualified to apply for yeah Yeah. and so it's like they do all the hard work of searching it for you you just have to do the work and go apply for it and i'm telling you it's a great resource because every single website every single scholarship that is out there this app and this website is going to push it to you and this is what i tell young person do not run away from 500 scholarships 250 scholarships because the study shows that 68% of scholarships are are that are every year going to waste are those the small ones because everyone wants the 40,000, 20,000, 10,000. And so that's one thing I focus on with young people. Apply for every single $500, $250, scholarship because those over 4 years can add up to $50,000 if you do a lot of them. So run to the places where people are saying no. And even run to run to the police uh, scholarships where they're saying yes, but man, go get it. It's there. Like like your student said, it is there. It is there. I yeah. wish I, could I, I love that resource. I, I haven't heard of that resource, so I definitely want to promote it. And just to, how do I feel about two ninety nine? Sounds like a good ROI to me. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a good ROI to me. 
Yeah, uh, you'll be surprised with my Twitter. They're like, man, it's two dollars and ninety nine cents. You know, my teachers say if you got to pay for scholarships, then you shouldn't get it. Well, um, if 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 that's what you feel, then that's what you feel. But well, then, I, I then really yeah, look at it as a filter. Yeah, I mean, he's filtering out all the noise. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good for yep. Good for them. And, that's awesome. And, and when we did our research too, when we really look at it, when you go to those websites, the banks are paying the website. Because they know that, hey, yeah. you can't get the scholarship, but I can give you a loan, mm-hmm. and they're getting a lot of money. And so they're they're sitting here robbing these kids of their futures and, and putting them into debt when these kids are saying, look, I, w- I want to go to college debt-free. And so it's just yep. it's just a bad thing. So my scholar is healthy, it's clean, and it's by young people. These are young people in college who said, I'm tired of debt, and I want to help other people get to college Debt free and graduate debt free, and so this is not—it's it's not only for students; it's for a fifty-year-old who may want to go back to school. They have a lot of scholarships for people who want to return back to school. So, yeah. man, check it out; it's a great resource. Yeah. I don't have any ties to them; I just know the owner, and I'm always looking for places to point young people to that I know is a solid resource and that it will help them out. Sure. sure. All right, so let's go over point number two, and <laughs> I've I've watched enough of your stuff and. And, and like the uh, was what would you call it, the fifteen thousand dollar pizza, um, <laughs> and I and I fell prey to it too. So credit yeah. card debt. You talk about being predatory. I mean, uh, so I'm a bit older. So back yeah. in in the in the nineties when I was in college, they were and then you anybody and I mean anybody yeah. could get a credit card in the nineties. Yeah. And uh, I always remember when that I got this thing and and it had my favorite baseball team on it, <laughs> and uh, I, and I went and bought some CDs immediately, and then all of a sudden I got that first statement, and I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what has happened? Right. Uh, but but at, you know, but like I said, I was raised by Chuck Wetrick, so I, I t- like to I cut the card, paid off right. the debt, um, but it was kind of a shock. And yeah. it was shocking how back then a twenty-year-old could get any kind of credit. So t- talk to me about your fifteen thousand dollars pizza and how to avoid some of the predatory credit card stuff. Yeah, man. You know, so the, literally the very first day I walked onto the college campus, this was when it was legal for banks to literally be on the college campus. Now it's not legal. They have to be a hundred feet away from. Um, the college campus. Um, and so I'm walking on and a guy jumps out and he was like, Hey, if you apply for this credit card, I'm gonna give you two free large pieces and one free t-shirt. And so I was, man, I, I just started school. So I, I didn't have a lot of money and I really did. And I applied for the credit card, not because I thought I was going to get the credit card, but because I wanted the free pizza, <laughs> the free food. And I literally told him, I'm like, man, I'll, I'll sign as many of these applications as I can to get some more pizza because I'm thinking I'm 18. I just got graduated high school. I can't get a credit card. Boom. He let me sign. He gave me a couple of free large pizzas. And I was like, yes. A month later, my mama calls me and she says, Hey, you got to come home. I got the credit card and man, my whole life, I wouldn't say shifted, but I made a lot of horrible decisions literally within 18 hours of me having that credit card. I spent $150 at Red Lobster, $150 on some roses, and then uh, $200 on a purse for a young lady. So look at all the stuff I spent it on. Food <laughs> that died in my stomach. Roses <laughs> that died in about a week. Yeah. And then a purse that I never seen 
again ever in my life. Right. So I literally just threw away $500. And what's so funny is I re- now talking to you, I remember paying back that credit card and I remember paying back almost $128 on top of that for penalties and late fees. Yep. Yep. And so it's like $500 actually ended up costing me 600 and something dollars when I really I, I didn't need to spend $150 on Red Lobster. I could have just paid cash for that. Roses, I could have bought her one rose from Walmart for like five bucks cash. And so that's what I tell young people is, you know, run away from credit cards. Because after that, I went and applied for every single credit card I can get. And you'll be surprised of the banks that gave me credit cards. And I mean, even gave me um, some increases when they seen I maxed it out. It was like, hey, we're going to give you some more money. Go spend it all. And I literally would go do that because I was not mature um, at the time to, to be like, no, I, I don't need. Yeah, let me, let me push back cash. on you, though. Let me push back on you a little bit. So here, here's, um, here's, I think, where our missions uh, are, are, are in line. And this is uh-huh. just maybe a different take. Um, I don't have a problem with the credit cards being predatory. I have a problem with students not being prepared. I, you know, people always say, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of social media in the classroom. I think it's great. People are like, social media is dangerous. I'm like, no, driving is dangerous. <laughs> but I like that. But, but we, we train our students how to drive so yeah. they can be responsible. Um, hmm. Everybody's going to want their money. Right. At some point, you got to put your big boy pants on and go, I don't have no. to give it to everybody. Right, and so while they may be predatory, they got to make hey, hey, they're no different than Pepsi, they're yeah. no different than Amazon. You're yeah. going to be bombarded with opportunities and offers, and quite frankly, and this is where I kind of differ with some people. I love credit cards. Got I get you. so much free stuff. <laughs> because and and, and and ironically enough, credit cards don't like me because they keep That's giving funny. me free stuff. That's I mean, because I, I, I've never used a debit card because a long time ago, I was like, wait, I'd be using my own money for 30, for 30 days? Why do that? Because, I mean, it, anybody that's willing to lend me $10,000 for free for 30 days and give me a round-trip ticket to, you know, Seattle? <laughs> uh, like, anybody want to? No? Okay, this credit card company will. And, and, and I don't, because I have been financially responsible because my parents brought me up that way. That's right. what I'm wanting to do. I don't really have, so when, when, when the government says, oh, we're not going to let these kids be bombarded with, let them. Yeah. They're bombarded with pornography. They're bombarded yeah. with uh, other things that I don't think that are necessarily healthy either, but they learn how to adjust. And, I, and that's what I dig about your book is like, Hey, avoid these things and or be responsible with them. And that's what I'm coming at is I, I just want them to be more responsible, be more prepared, be a, 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 a have kind of an investor's mindset that, rather than a, um, you know, avoid at all costs. Uh, yeah. with, without a doubt, I think they should avoid credit card debt, but I don't necessarily believe they should avoid credit cards for those yeah. reasons. Well, well, Don, I, I think we can, from that angle, I like what you said about being the credit cards. It's, it's nothing wrong with them being predatory as far as them trying to build their business. And I can see your point on that. Like, everyone is going to try and sell themselves. Um, now, I'm going to push back on you, Don. Bring <laughs> when it. it comes, when it comes to credit cards for young people, um, I, I say avoid it altogether. Only reason being is because just pay cash for everything. 
To me, that's safer. To me, that's wiser. And you can never make any mistakes. Now, Don, you say you like credit cards. Hey, that's 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 fine. That's great for you. I'm talking about for students who are in high school. I just believe we need to avoid all debt, build a solid foundation, pay cash for everything, and just build off of cash. You feel me on that? Was like if you can't pay for I do. cash, I do, then you and don't I don't because I also like to have a great credit score. If I'm if I'm if I'm 19 years old, just about ready to start college, I've got a great credit score because I have a history of buying things and paying them off in full. I'm cool with that too. I think where right. we both can agree is only use a credit card when you know you have the cash to pay it off in 30 days. I mean, there's no, like, there's no possible, like, okay, let's see, my bank account shows $150. I'm about ready to buy this $175, $175 uh, car stereo. No. <laughs> no. You know, if you don't have the cash, you don't have the cash. And uh, I, I guess you, you could, you could I guess, satisfy both of those things with a debit card because you're using your own money. But, right. you know, again, I, 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 I like the... Some, but I, I definitely see your point because once you start falling in love with the perks and the benefits and like, if I spend just two more thousand dollars, I get a round trip ticket to Cancun this time. Well, you yeah. don't have two thousand dollars. So, right. um, but I, I definitely see your point. Uh, I, yeah. I just I, I see kind of a middle on that one for sure. And there's, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think you have the right to see where you want to see, man. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I've even asked several millionaires like Dave and. John Maxwell. And some yeah, other people, like, please. You know, you've said Dave twice. Just for our yeah. audience, please explain who Dave is. Because oh, know. Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dave is Dave Ramsey. He's the financial guru. Um, he is the founder of this organization. Don't, yeah. Don't act like you don't. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's Dave. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. He's Dave Ramsey. So he, he's a financial guru. But it's like it's so funny because I hear people say that all the time. Like what you said. Like as far as I'm buying the mouths and stuff. Like that's that's cool. If that's what you want to do and that's what people want to do, that's great. I'm just a real big fan of paying cash for everything. Like I'm about to buy, you know, a very expensive home with no credit score. Um, it did require some more work from me on my end. Um, but one thing my banker did say was we love the fact that we know you are debt free and you have a lot of money in your savings account. And so they did have to verify some other things like um, a couple of more copies of my tax returns from the previous years. I had to get my landlord to uh, provide all the statements for me. I had to do some other stuff to prove that I'm on time in some other areas. But one thing that my banker did tell me was like, hey, man, you are completely 100% debt free. And the only thing that you're going to have on your credit and the only debt you are going to have is this. And so uh, but I, I get where you're coming from and I totally respect where you are. But I really stand to say that I think all high school students need to stay away from credit card debt. I agree. It's, it's some regards. How about credit? How about college students? Are they, are they OK to start testing the waters for credit card? For me, I'm going to say that for everyone. I mean, because I don't have a credit card now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's for me because I want people to pay cash for everything and not fall into the point systems. Um, But for what I believe in and from my own past experience and how credit cards put me into, you know, this situation, I'm not a fan of credit cards because I just know – yeah, I, I will have to agree track. with you. Yeah, on on yeah. the on the convenience factor, I've had some people, some of my really good friends that are that are Dave Ramsey disciples for sure, and they're like, "Okay, we want to buy this." Like, oh, I literally have to drive to the bank, withdraw this, and then and then by the time they're like thinking about like, oh, I gotta drive to the bank, and then they start thinking, "Do I really need it?" 
<laughs> and in that and in that moment, that do I really need it? Is that delayed beautiful gratification? I, I I love delayed gratification. Heck yeah, I love it too. Cause I was about to do the same thing. I, and I know me, if I would have had a credit card, um, yeah, it, it's like if I would have had a credit card, I remember I went to, I went to buy. I'll be honest with you, people, I, I wanted to buy a Louis Vuitton travel bag. It's like it's it's a few thousand dollars. Oh, come um, on. Right, right, right. And so I walked into the place and they they told me the amount. I said, all right, cool. Um, I had my debit card, so I was gonna take out my debit card. And then I was like, because <sighs> when they asked me for my pin, I was like, that is like to do this thousand dollars yeah. that I'm about to withdraw. And I was like, do I need to do this? No. If I would have had a credit card. I would have swiped that card very quick yep. because it's like, I know I, it would have took me, you know, I could take five years off of that. So that's why I just tell people cash, do everything with cash and, and, and focus on that, which, which leads to like the next point too. It's just making bad decisions. It's like, you have to make good decisions for yourself and for what you know you can handle. And so one of my, the best decision I ever made from my life. And that's what I teach on was, pay cash for everything and save cash. It may delay sometimes like Don, you making go finance a car today or swipe a car today and buy this today. And it may take me another two, three months to go buy something because I'm saving up for cash or it may take me another two, three years to save up to buy my dream car. Um, and my dream car is a Maserati, you know, and so I'm saving up cash for that so I can go buy a cash and be prepared so that if something does happen to me, my wife, she's going to be taken care of. She doesn't worry about debt. And so I like slow and because it builds a solid foundation. If I pay cash for everything, the moment I die, house is paid for, she has millions in the account, and we are good. Yeah. It's all about making good decisions, yeah. you know? Well, and I, what I love about that is it kind of also addresses especially the poverty mindset. Yeah. Right? You, you, yeah. Generational poverty is just – crippling and a lot of times people feel like they have to and i get it the struggle is real and yeah. then when you have a little bit in your pocket you want to forget about your life for a while yeah. and you immediately want to go and buy that temporary feel good it, it's guys like you who are saying wait wait let's take a step back think about how much better let's okay i get it you've worked hard this week think about at the end of the year when you have this Think yeah. about when you have these long-term goals and they can start looking at their own decisions and going, oh, because you, you start planting these visions in their head of it, it's worth it. I, I yeah. remember when I was growing up, my, again, my, you know, my dad's an educator, right? And yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain. We don't make enough money. I think I, 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 I that, that's already been said, right? But you make yeah. do with what you, what you got. And, and the one thing that my parents did is that they put a priority on travel. So if we wanted to travel, what do we have to do? We had to, as a family, and I take pride in this, did I wear fashionable clothes? No. Thank God David Ramey was always a, two inches taller than me, <laughs> right? Did we eat out? Rarely. And it usually right. required a coupon. And these things were like, we had this mission. You know what? We're going to save because this summer we're going to, and, and, and most things were even by pop-up camper, Right. Yeah, not glorious, but I have been I, I've been to forty nine of the fifty states, most mm -hmm. of them in my childhood with my mom and dad, right, and my sister. Yeah, and yeah. that whole we could go out to eat tonight, or let's just add more to the pot because this summer it's going to be awesome when we go out to California, that yeah. kind of thing. And I, I 
I, I like that about your, you know, making bad choices. It, it's that kind of mindset. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Then that gets right into having a plan. And this is kind yeah. of how you wrap things up. And I think the most culminating point and the most um, inspirational part is, all right, what's that plan? Yeah. Talk to me yeah. about, A, why people don't usually have a plan, and B, what are those steps they can get started on now? You know, this is where really um, Rachel Cruz comes into play with me uh, on this book. She is an, a really a, a guru at at really having a solid plan when it comes to your money. And so we teamed up on this one because I've, I've learned this thing, and you probably can agree with this, Don, here, is that young people really don't have a plan for their life. You know, they, they're told, okay, get good grades, go to school, get a good job. But what is your plan? How are you going to accomplish that? What do you want to do after you graduate, you know, uh, college? Do you want a family? Do you want your, your what's your dream career path? You know, what do you want to do? And so I'm a big fan of, okay, before we do anything, before we budget our money, before we do this over here, let's have a plan for our life. You know, where do you want to go? For an example, for me, I, I just proposed here recently, and so I want to um, get married here within the next year, and I want to do this, I want to do that, and so I have that written down. And so what I tell young people is write your plan and then make sure that your budget matches your plan. Make sure those two are congruent together and they're working hand in hand. So if you say, hey, I want to go to college debt-free, are you saving on this side on your budget? I, I want to buy a car before I graduate high school or, hey, I want to buy, you know, my dream car when I graduate college. OK, cool. Are you saving for that? Hey, I want to do this. OK, cool. Are you saving for that? Are you preparing for that? And so I just believe that where there is no vision, that's where people perish. And so I tell people, put your vision on paper for your life and put your vision on paper for your money, which is budgeting. And so that that's really where I spend a lot of my time at, because if you write your vision and you stick to your vision and you, you allow no one to come in between that man you are bound for success i love that uh, love that love that uh, one because again when they have that vision and they have that plan it it, it gets exciting it, yeah. it definitely gets exciting i had a friend of mine that <laughs> didn't believe uh in allowances but he believed in saying all right son find opportunities around here and we'll negotiate a dollar amount Gotcha. And so this kid was like, okay, how much would it be if I mowed the lawn? Okay, okay. Well, let's work that out. What would it be if I, you know, put away the dishes? Okay, let's work that out. And here's where it got interesting. He would, he offered him um, at first cash, and he saw what happened to the cash. You know, this kid was like, oh my, you know, he's like, okay, you, you've, you've got an allowance now for two months. How much do you have saved? If you count the Snickers I've already digested and the Mountain Dew I've already had, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. And so he's like, okay, what do you want to do about it? And so they start talking about things. And that's when he got deep. And this is one of the coolest things I've ever heard. He started paying him stock options. Wow. And wow. He, he said, okay. So at the end of the month, they would basically – and, and the, Ryan would then pick out his stocks that he liked. So at the time, this is going years back, he was a big fan of uh, a NASCAR driver, Jeff Gordon. So he's like Glidden Paint okay. <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, he liked McDonald's, so McDonald's. And then they started, by the time, so this started happening like when he was in upper grade school, like fifth grade. Uh -huh. Yeah. By the time he graduated from college, the kid had a, a stock portfolio 
like he had a down payment on his house if he wanted to cash it in, like a That's good it. down payment. And, and he even knew he would have pooped and peed out his allowance. <laughs> and instead, and, and then all of a sudden the kid became, I, I'm not going to say obsessed, he followed his own portfolio wow. in middle school. He started, wow. and then he got to the point where he wanted a drip account. He wanted wow. that dividend reinvestment plan to where he's like, hey, I just keep buying more shares of stock if I buy stocks that have dividends. I, I loved it. I yeah. loved it. And, and these are the kind of parents, right, that right. they're, of course, going to set their kids up. We're going after, you're going after the students that have yet to think about it. And for that, man, I thank you. Like, oh, man. you'll be able to save – I'm not saying this hyperbole. You'll be able to save them – Let's just be honest. A marriage, yeah, number one cause of divorce. Yeah, yeah. Um, Money, and and I just I, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, the no. fifth the fifth point there in your book. Go for it. It's, it's, it's this last, man, the last one that I think is very, very important. It's just yep. not saving money. Yep. And this is something that, you know, it, it's not even just for students. This is for um, anyone and everyone. But I, I really encourage young people to set aside for those rainy days, set aside for the storms, because we all know that, hey, I believe that storms that, that happen, they're, they're good. Yeah. I mean, because think about it. When it rains... It gets the grass. It's healthy for the grass. It's healthy for America uh, when it rains. And I believe that st when storms come, they should be something healthy for us in the long term. But we have to be prepared to get through the storm because in every storm you learn something. So I teach young people, hey, save money for those rainy days for the storms that are coming. Set aside $500 to $1,000 for an emergency fund and then just start saving money, which goes back to why I'm just a firm believer of, of no credit cards because if you're saving cash for whatever you want then you can pay cash for it and go buy whatever you want and so that's i'm just a huge fan of live way below your means um and then just save save for whatever you want and just, just pay cash for it i'll never forget i bought a twenty-eight thousand dollar vehicle um a couple of years ago about acura and their faces when I bought the car were like, what in the world? When I bought the ring for my young lady, and I won't say how much the ring was, but when I paid cash for the ring, they were like, how did you do that? And it's just simple. I saved money, you know, and, and I just, I paid cash for it. And it just feels so good knowing that everything that I have, I own. And so that's what I teach every young person is save cash. We save for three reasons, emergencies, smaller big purchases and to just be a giver you know i love giving i give 10 percent of my paycheck um every single month to just someone just to be a blessing to someone just to see someone smile just to help a homeless person get a shelter over their head for a weekend um just to feed a homeless person that i see on the street or uh, nine times out of ten i'll give it to some students you know that are uh, minorities and living in poverty and i just love helping so those are the three main reasons that I teach in this book on saving is one for emergencies, cover yourself two for the purchases that you want. And then three, just so you can give, because I believe you reap what you sow. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sitting there, my head swimming with all these things and, and you're right. The person that, you know, there's no better feeling in the world than not and I, again, you, you're really hammering on the mindset. Yeah. When you get to that point where you don't feel like you have to prove, yeah, you feel like you want to be a blessing on others. 
Absolutely. Uh, that's one thing I, I hate about some of the hero worship we have. Yeah. Look at that guy. He's, you know, they're trying to make other people feel small so they can feel big. And yeah. then some of the most generous people I know need to be lifted up, but they are like, nah, it's okay. I just want to help. Yeah. I mean, it, it sometimes it makes me mad because I'm like, no, 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 no. Let the world know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you're right. It comes back to you. It, it does. always comes back to you. So mm. it really does. Mm. It really does. I didn't know we'd Don, go this deep. Man. I didn't know we'd go this deep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I love it, Don. So tell I everybody where they can find everything. You're, I mean, you yeah. got to hammer that YouTube channel now. That That's, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like man. how you're documenting your stuff. Yeah. Tell them about the YouTube channel. Tell them about Amazon. Tell them about everything. Yeah, yeah. So um, right now, the main thing to find resources, not resources, but to find out more information about me is on my website, www.anthonyoneal.com. And that gives you access to everything about me. Um, like like Don said, I just started a new YouTube channel here about a month and a half ago, and it's growing real fast and students are responding very well. And you can just go in there. That's youtube.com forward slash Anthony O'Neill. All of my social media, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, which I'm kind of scared of Snapchat, Don. I kind of stay away from Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but uh, everything is at Anthony O'Neill. And uh, that's where I'm at, man. I just have a blast just really helping and serving this generation of young people, high school, college students, and middle schools, and, and middle schoolers in particular, um, and just really helping them build a well-rounded life, not just financially, but you, you've been saying it a lot throughout our talk today, the mindset. You know, I believe that you should not spend one minute of your life trying to prove your worth to others because you are already worthy. You are already well worth everything. Don't waste your time. So, you know, that's just really my message is be you, you know, be you and be comfortable in your skin. And just remember, young people, the caliber of your future will be determined by the choices that you make today. And so make the right choices for you, your future, your future family. Um, And just in my personal opinion, you know, I I, I live a life uh, based upon my spiritual beliefs. And so that's what I encourage people to do as well. But Don, thanks so much, man, for having me on. We got to do this. I got to get you on my YouTube channel uh, because I want to talk some more about this credit card situation you got going on here. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a pleasure. I, honestly, I, I had fun today. And yes, uh, I, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate your time. No, I appreciate you, man. I really do. And, and, and you have an awesome show, man. And all your listeners, please go and tell everyone to subscribe to this man podcast and listen because he is amazing. I appreciate it. All right, man. We'll talk to you. All right, Don. See ya. Oh, hey, wait. Before you log off, if you can do me about a 30 to 60 second favor, if this podcast is giving you any value whatsoever, if you're enjoying it, um, please, wherever you found the show, whether it's Stitcher, iTunes, whatever, um, hit that subscribe button. And if you want to take just a few seconds more, give it a star rating or even better yet, an honest review. We're trying to build a community, and we definitely appreciate that. If you want to do like a two-minute favor, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash startedup. There we'll be discussing some things on the show and sharing other resources. And also, you can give some suggestions on who you might want to see next. Until next time, this is Don Wetrick reminding you those opportunities are everywhere. We'll see you.